look, niggas, we <laughs> we here, okay? <laughs> what do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? <laughs> and we're back. Hello, girls. We're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. On this week's episode of Fuck That Shit. Wait, what is this episode called? Fuck That Job. No, I don't know what it's going to be called. We can't write that on Spotify. Uh. You can say, um... 40 hours? I mean, we could be like... F-T-J. No. We could put E-F-F, that job. Right? Yeah. F that job. All right. F that job. So <laughs> we're back. <laughs> and today's episode is called EFF. <laughs> Give us a minute, guys. We're still trying to get things together here. Take two. <laughs> All right. Today's episode is called EFF that job. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> get the fuck together. Let's go. All right. What up, y'all? How y'all doing? We're back. Uh, today's episode is... God damn it. <laughs> today's episode is called F That Job. There we go. You know, a fun fact for y'all who don't know me, um, I don't read <laughs> off the prompt because I can't read off the prompt. I can read. I just can't read out loud because then I say, skip that job. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, she's not... She don't like... Um, I'm like dyslexic or something. I'm not... I don't know. It's weird. Anywho. Speaking of F That Job, if you're wondering why my titties are sweating... Why my baby hairs are sweaty? Because LP got us working on these goddamn conditions, like we're fucking slaves or some shit. Where the AC at, LP? Ooh. Did you pay the bill this month? We're gonna make a dish record <laughs> featuring you. You're on it. <laughs> Since you didn't want to come to work today. <laughs> oh, it's F us, huh? F that job. Shit. You making John deal with our shit? Well, the reason why. Um, we decided to make this episode called F That Job all seriousness is because we shit ourselves have been experiencing burnout during the pandemic. Um, And I'm sure a lot of other people have because who hasn't? And if you haven't, awesome. You're handling yourself very well. You're handling your mental very well. But um, yeah, F That Job. Nah, for real. Um, So... This is before, I think it was like 2018. Like a lot of people would walk up to me and be like, I've never seen somebody so unhappy at a job. Why don't you just quit? And my thing was, I didn't have any means of supporting myself. So <clears throat> I refused to quit my job. And I love that this new generation is, and that was only a couple years ago, but you know, it's a sense of pride and a sense of, you know, if you just keep sticking with it, something else is going to come about it. And I was so stressed out, y'all. I had um really bad anxiety like my back was aching like I just my weight was up and down like I was just stressed the fuck out like hair was thinning out um it got to a point and don't laugh at me I know I told this story several times but I like peed in the bed 
um, like in my sleep because I was just like so unhappy. And I was thinking about that episode of Mary, being Mary Jane when she was stressed out, you know, um, going through like her whatever treatment. And it's like it's a real thing. It's a psychological thing. Just, you know, being unappreciated, always having to code switch, you know, just being taken advantage of. Um, and then I worked for a company that just really liked to you know, work their, their, their workers to the max. And it was like, Oh, one day it's going to pay off one day. It's going to pay off. And I was just like, you know what? I don't see the benefit of this. Like this is some bullshit. And so, um, I eventually just left. And one the day, do you know, I practiced my resignation speech for like three weeks. I was like, man, fuck this shit. Nah, that ain't gonna work. Like Issa Rae in the, uh, <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah, it's that time. Your girl finna leave. I was, and I really was like, you know what? I ain't even gonna show up and I'm just gonna not show up. And they then I finna give you a speech when they wanna fire you. Yo, you just gonna try to beep, beep, now, beep, let me, beep. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something worse. So we had this one Hold lady. On, where we get too deep. Okay. We're gonna do something to lighten the mood. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Because um, I really hated that job so bad. So. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, so, you know, I always come with the Twitter news, but today it'll just be meme of the day. There was a meme um, and it said, imagine you are dying at work. And right before you get to that point where you're about to die, your boss reaches over and clocks you out. That just goes to show that they really don't give a fuck about you. You ain't finna die on their dime. I got a really fucked up story. <laughs> no, so y'all know I work in healthcare, right? I used to work in the hospital. <clears throat> we had a house supervisor she um would you know nurses filipino nurses and nigerian nurses love to work mm-hmm. around the fucking clock it's just like a, everybody in healthcare knows that shit so it was this lady she, she had to be like in her 60s and she was working two jobs two full-time jobs she ended up having a stroke at work and she was like crawling to the er and she died and i remember i got to work the next day and they were like yeah such such died and i was like she still clocked in they're like oh please clock her out and it was crazy. It was like, damn, you were in HR, right? I was work. I was a staff coordinator okay. at the time, okay. so I um I used to approve every just like basically everybody's bitch. I used to have to approve all the hours, and um, it was like, damn. And then um, literally the CEO comes by. He's like, well, I guess we gotta get that wreck open. Literally, like this lady died at work for working for an organization who said, guess we gotta get that wreck open. And that, and at that point, I was like. Man, fuck this job because they literally don't give a fuck about you. So I like it's I love how this new generation is just walking up and saying it's called the great resignation on LinkedIn. If y'all like I'm a LinkedIn whore. They, they, they're talking about how these people are like, I'm not dealing with this shit. And a lot of I think the older generation is saying they were saying millennials felt entitled. But you haven't even met Gen Z. They like, yo, I'm not doing this shit. I can get on OnlyFans. Yeah. I go do some creator content. I got all these uh, certifications. I can just do a lot of freelance shit. Or I could play the government like the government played y'all. And like yep. they're they're really thriving in this pandemic right now. And so we're going to call them financial magicians. I we're not going to say scammers anymore. <laughs> they're financial magicians. <laughs> they're survivors. They're thrivers. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I really, man, hated working for it. And even now I'm just like, as I see more, more and more people like walk around, um, with like lip piercings and tattoos, like on like that are visible. I'm like, why the fuck did I avoid it for an organization that don't give a damn about me? Fuck this job. I see people with natural hair now going to work. And it's just like, and then talking, I have this one friend, he wears his grills to work. And it's like, he's his authentic self. Like, and he's still doing a good fucking job. Like, why are we going to a place that don't give a fuck about us? And why are we pretending that we need to be busy for 40 fucking hours? 
back in the day when they established this 40 hour uh, work week, things needed to get physically filed, physically faxed. There was no such thing as texting. Everything had, you had to lick the mail stamp, put it in the mail, all that shit, walk across. Like the communication wasn't as easy as now. That stuff is getting done within like, take eight hours a day. That shit literally is getting done like an hour and a half, if that. Yeah. And it's like, so we're just sitting, what the fuck are we sitting around for? Pretending we, to be we busy. We scrolling on, on LinkedIn. <clears throat> we scrolling Looking on, for new jobs. Looking for other jobs. I know I've done like four interviews in my office. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> fuck that job. Like, I just. What y'all gonna do? Fire me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna collect unemployment. You know, it really is to the point that there are people that would much rather take a pay cut and be on unemployment because you're seeing that now Mm -hmm. to the point where the government has to force people to get off of unemployment because they would rather choose peace and maybe go pick up some off the record job Mm -hmm. to make ends meet, collect Mm -hmm. that unemployment, file for those food stamps and everything else, government assistance, Mm -hmm. rather than fucking wipe a ass for $11 an hour or shit. Even McDonald's is making it a minimum wage, $11 an hour. And I know that there's other jobs that are still at eight twenty five dollars and $9 and whatever. I think that has a big part to do with empathy. And for whatever reason, empathy has been the word of the month for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of bosses and owners and CEOs, have been in that status for so long that they forgot what it means to be a worker. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they no longer can empathize. Now, when their employer gets sick, their brain doesn't automatically go to, oh my goodness, are, is everything okay? Do you need anything? Is there anything that we can do as your employer to make you happy and make you want to come back to work? No, it's, damn, let me see how many hours you have left. Do you have any sick time left? Mm. Who are we going to get to cover this shift? That, your brain is going how can I cover my ass? How can I cover my company? How can I? Mm-hmm. But the, your employers, your employees, I'm sorry, are your company. But you know what's crazy? You said these people have been in these positions for so long. These people were, a lot of these people traditionally were groomed to be in these positions. So they were, you know, it was nepotism. They got their job straight out of college, no experience, became CEOs, COOs, and all that stuff. So they've never had to make minimum wage. They've never had to deal with people talking shit to them and then deal with kids probably. So they don't, they can't put themselves in your shoes and empathize because they've never been there. They could just pretend off some shit that they probably read in a psychology book on how to be nice or what did we all have to go through? Uh, Crucial conversations and emotional intelligence. Like people read these books and they try to interact with you, but they just, they don't know how to. So it's easy for them to just like put on their face and pretend and go, Hey Taylor, I'm here for if you need. And then they'd be like, please don't call me. Like, get the fuck out of my office. I know that there's some jobs that don't even pretend and do that. Like you said, the the CEO or whoever had walked past was like, well, guess we got to open that whatever back up. He didn't even pretend. Well, that was at least make me feel like I'm special around this bitch a little bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, that was a private conversation. So, like, you know, that was behind closed doors. But of course, when we had the visual for her, she was one of our, you know, best workers. Da 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 da. We're so sad. You know, her daughter. And it was just like. Her position already on fucking up. Already fucking open. Well, get the fuck out of here. Like, they don't give a damn about y'all at all. And it's, 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 it's sad when we kill ourselves. I had a friend whose dad actually died. Um, from a stroke because he was so stressed out about I think I think he had lost his job and then had to like take a a different type of position that he wasn't interested in and it really stressed him the fuck out and it's like yo I really think that's an American thing in capitalism because guess what if we were again living in the Caribbean on an island we can go sell some fish plates 
go swimming after that, chill, and it wouldn't be that big of a fucking deal because, like, we're not competing, you know, traffic. We're not looking for the newest car, the newest clothes, the hottest house. Like, we are content with what the fuck we have. Our kids are fed. We have running water. Like, it's really sad what America does to you in the rat race. It really, 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 really is. What other country does that? I just um, got over being really sick to the point where I thought I had COVID. I was like, man, I didn't want to say I think I had COVID, but I knew it was something Mm because I don't get sick often. Mm -hmm. Like, if I do, I'm like, fuck, I, I can feel it coming. And I'm like, okay, let me go try to get this. Let me try to do whatever I can to try to fight this shit off. Let me let my immune system do what the fuck it's supposed to do. But with the Delta variant, I was like, man, I can't even, I don't know. Man. You know, so I I told my employer, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm feeling under the weather. Mm -hmm. I never want to say I think it's COVID because I don't even want everybody else to run around like that. And um, I think that it's a shame that I was more so thinking about my quota. These are all the things I'm thinking about while I'm sick. My quota, how am I going to get my daughter to and from school when I can barely get out of bed? Um, you know, um, what else was I thinking about? Do I have any, God forbid, if I did have COVID, do I even have enough time to take off for 10 Mm. days? But I got a trip lined up to go see my family. Damn. What if I, you know, what Mm. if I spread it to my baby? These are all the things that I'm thinking about. You know, how, if I don't meet my quota, am I going to be scolded? You know, like I didn't, I added more stress to myself than I did being sick. Yeah. My back was hurting. I mean, my girl. My back was hurting. Um, I was having migraines, I think, for four days straight, like to the point where it was like I had light sensitivity. It was it was really, really, really. To, to, I wanted to throw up. I wanted to cry. I wanted to throw up. But getting on that conference call at 915 in the morning, I was, hey, guys, how's it going? Man. Da, 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 da. I'm going to still try to make it work because at the end of the day, I want to show my uh, my team that I'm a good team player. I'm still going to be here, you know, regardless. Y'all, I got y'all's back. When in all reality, it's the unfortunate shit that mm-hmm. if I was to get sick or whatever, like really, really, really bad, they would be looking for a replacement for me. Yeah. So to know that we do go out of our ways at all times, like make it, make it. T- I just saw a video with this black woman. I sent it to you. I don't know if you watched it or not, but it really gave me the chills. <laughs> it was a black woman that worked in healthcare. I think she worked in a skilled nursing facility and she was recording herself walking up to the guy. And she's like, I can't believe you're firing me right now. On her day off, Somebody right? else said she was like, I never, ever took a day off. I never was late. I'm always going above and beyond. All the residents love me. There's no complaint in my file. Like, everything she was saying, she wanted to cry. And all the dude could do was just put his hands in his pockets and not even look her in her eye. Mm-hmm. I think I think with stuff like that, I hope people stop taking, you know, they're putting their worth in their jobs, first of all. Um, yeah. Take PTO. That's what it's for. Um, and I just put that post that vacation should be mandatory. And, 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 but even then people are like, oh, I don't have no place to go. Stay home. Stay home. Like sometimes you need to just unplug from these people. I don't know about y'all, but I do not like my coworkers. So I, <laughs> I ain't never just like, oh, I'm going to miss these niggas. Hell no. I'll be like, <laughs> hell no. Look, I ain't look. When I was on vacation for a while, nobody was like, oh, I missed you. Cause, and I didn't want them to lie because I didn't miss them. Like, it was, <laughs> take that PTO. Secondly, um, during the pandemic, I had a homegirl. Uh, she, I, I, and I know a group of specifically a certain type of black people. They hold their value in their position, whether it's, it's like um, an attorney or, a, you know, an engineer or whatever. They feel like they are 
untouchable because they have these credentials and then they get laid off during a pandemic and it's like damn who am i so like usually you'll meet some people in certain areas and they're like oh what do you do for a living and it's just like you know fun fact you meet a lot of people who aren't in those positions that make a lot more fucking money than you and don't have any student loan debt excuse me but people put their value in these positions and in these organizations oh i work for JP Morgan, I work for Deloitte, I, I work for Facebook. And it's like, okay, so when they fire your ass and you don't work for them, are you still Taylor? When they go under, you think they give a fuck about you? Are you, you right? Anything set up for you? Right, especially all these people used to work at oil and gas. When we, we came up, well, when I got out of school, I was uh, 17. And at the time it was like hot to get in oil and gas, but then, you know, the market uh, crashed and everybody was like, don't get in oil and gas because they just laying people off. They ain't got jobs, da, 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 da. And it was like, damn, I know a lot of those people felt like they, they didn't have any type of value at all. And it's like, you do just stop putting it in these fucking jobs and like find a way, find something that makes you happy. Ain't no way a job makes you that goddamn happy. Like, yes, I would be happier to get a different job because I would still be able to support myself, but I would be happier to get the reason when I move to my next job, the reason I'm gonna be happy is because I will get to show up as my authentic self. I'm not applying to no organization where I have to code switch anymore. Period. Like I'm not doing that shit no more. As I enter my thirties, all I know is I can only be me. And guess what? Taylor, She's gonna have a bitch fit. She's gonna make everybody have a bad day if she not have a good day. So I gotta. Sh- I mean, is it true or not? I think. I think it's what. What's really fucked up, and that's probably the best way I can put it, is when you get into these older generation of people that are at these jobs that are set in their ways. They call them uh, <coughs> grandfathered in. Those people tenured. Tenured. Mm-hmm. They don't have to cold switch. They can be their grumpy bitch ass selves every single fucking day. They show up to fucking work and make everybody fucking miserable. But it's the younger generation that they feel like that owe them respect and have to come in and, oh, yes, I'd love to come in here and chuck and jive for you. It's Miss Johnson. Girl, look here, Barbara. Shut up. We <laughs> we coworkers, ma'am. Shut up. I don't fuck look with here, you. Look here, Big Bertha. <laughs> Either gonna give me this fucking check or I'm gonna fucking take it. Shit. Y'all be taking y'all jobs hey, a little too like serious. That, uh, that, that one <laughs> little meme that's circulating with Denzel, he said, uh, I'm I'm gonna leave here with something. <laughs> Shit, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> I'll meet you at your car, Bertha. Eating <laughs> Bertha. Fun fact: I've had 47 W2s in my life. W4s, W2s. I've yeah. I used to just go get a job and then I would quit. I would just be like, mm, I'm not doing this. And I would tell them, I'll be, I would tell the Iron Man, I'd be like, you know what? This just ain't for me. <laughs> And it would be like, the fuck? I'm like, you know, it's just not. I've also been fired from three jobs because I also was like, fuck this job. And they just hit me with the, you fired before I could say (laughs) I quit. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, it's just at the end of the day, I've been let go. I've I've let let shit go. And, you know, it's just a mutual relationship. Once you get that in your your head, you could really say, fuck this job with confidence because they don't give a fuck about you at the end of the day. They really don't. I I can honestly... Like just how, like how you said you've had 47 uh, W-2s. I haven't had that many jobs, but I've been on enough jobs to know from working at TSU in different positions, from working in a childcare facility in Bel Air, and it was um, <laughs> Jewish, so let's say, do with that what you will, <laughs> um, working in healthcare, in office, out of office, in hospital, wherever. Nobody gives a fuck about nobody. I don't give a damn if it's your sister that worked for you, your cousin, your auntie, whatever. 
Nobody cares. At the end of the day, if it ain't greed, if it's not them caring about their uh, business not going under, which you should. Don't get me wrong. I feel like every employer <laughs> should care about their business. But I think that it's a problem when the turnover rate is fucking out of this world. And right now it's ridiculous. Like we're at my organization. They're giving out um, incentives, right? Yeah. So every six months that you're there for the next couple of years, you're going to get an incentive, like a percentage of your pay or whatever. And it's just like. That's crazy because they know that like people bribery. are leaving. I mean, I, you have hey, to. I'm here for it. People staying for dollars, and it, but yep. they, but what do they say? People don't leave jobs; they leave bosses. Yep. So whoever, I love my job. And I, the thing is, I was telling somebody earlier today. I was like, I don't hate my my company is actually one like a very prestigious company, and I'm like, I'm I'm not unhappy because I hate the job. I'm unhappy because I'm not comfortable on my team. So it's like you, I would leave again. To go to a place where I can show up as my authentic self. Why don't I leave right now? A bitch got bills. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of a slave to it, but I also have developed this mentality. As long as I get my work done and it's done the right way, it is what it is. So we've been hiring new people in my same position. They're like, we want somebody who's enthusiastic to be here. And I know she's throwing shots at me. And I'm like, I want somebody. Y'all don't pay me for that. Y'all don't enthusiasm. That was not in the job description. Job. I Look, I... I don't interact with nobody. The only time we talk is during the meetings and y'all want to talk about fucking kids that I don't have. So with that being said, I'm going to shut the fuck up. I feel it. <clears throat> I don't, I would rather not. And this is, I mean, so I work in a position where I'm not in the office very much. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I feel like I'm to the point where I would never work in an office again because oh, when I did, I, I noticed that People get so fixated on that becoming their whole life because it really is. That's 40 hours of your week. <laughs> mm -hmm. You work from nine to five. Those are peak hours mm -hmm. of the day, really. Mm -hmm. By the time you wake up in the morning, you're getting ready for work. Mm -hmm. By the time you get off, you're trying to debunk all the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Probably get your kids ready for that shit. That's not enough time to do anything. You probably right. got three hours after that that you're right. just trying to wind down, eat, get right. the kids ready for bed. You go to sleep to wake up and do the same shit. Not all to over mention again. if you got to fuck your husband. So take a bath with those people that are in that <clears throat> little box every fucking day from Monday to Friday. I'd rather not communicate with you too much mm. because you've made this your life and this is not my life. So I know that you're miserable. And when, when I walk in somewhere, energy is felt. And if I feel that miserable ass energy, I'll make it real quick. All right, I'm holla at y'all. You know what? They got us doing a hybrid model now. And so we're going to be moving into these offices probably around January. You know, with the Delta variant, they keep pushing it back. And I'm like, I'm going to have to bring some sage in this bitch. Like, I'm just going to have to come in there and just because I y'all can't fuck up my piece. Did you know that they said a lot of black people felt less anxiety when they went to the hybrid model or when they went to remote um, work, do remote work. Cause you didn't have to deal with white people in their microaggressions anymore. But now what's crazy. Ooh, I'm dealing with one right now. You know, that's. Every day. I we gonna pray that's why you keep her job. Every fucking day. I got a paragraph waiting for 8.30 in the morning. And I'm gonna send. Oh, I sure sent my, um, what's that bitch called? She's an HR. She's like an HR consultant or something like employee relations. I sent her a long ass letter. Remember, I was like having everybody proofread it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel all these microaggressions. Just FYI, if there's any retaliation, because I'm taking y'all ass to court because I just felt like I was being bullied at work. Like, and it's, it's, it's bullshit. But yeah, like they said, so they said at first in the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people's anxiety levels went down because they didn't have to code switch anymore. But then they said a lot of aggression was building up over like the phones and shit. I guess because people were taking their home Ooh. life because you're at home all day and then putting it on into their work life and just like, you know, 
throwing slugs and shit. And so it's just been like super stressful. I'm gonna say uh, it's been some bullshit for sure, especially for me because working just people I don't like is just very. I think it sucks up. for me because I'm working with uncertainty. When you're in the healthcare field, on my end, that's quota driven, and the only way that I can meet my quota is me being able to go into these spaces that when COVID happened, it was like, nope, you can't come in here. Mm. And those people were working from home. It was, it, 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 I was stressing the fuck out. Mm. And it sucks that I don't want to say I don't feel comfortable with my employers because I've been knowing them for years, but I don't feel comfortable enough to come to them with all of this because it's like, I don't like being a complainer because I feel like their <laughs> complaints sometimes I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, What's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, like a uh, uh, um, solution driven person. Mm -hmm. If there's no solution to me coming to you with all of my grievances, I'd rather not say it. And I know there's not going to be a solution because I've sat back and watched other people come to y'all with the same grievances uh, I have. Yeah. And y'all listen, you put them in a box and you sit the box to the side and be like, ah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. We've been in business for 15 years. We know, like what? Yeah. And like, and that's what I mean about empathy. Mm -hmm. If you were that employer that came to your boss with, it takes a lot to come mm -hmm. to your employer in the first place. And then you finally like, okay, all right, let me feel comfortable enough with telling you this. <clears throat> and then you don't do shit about it. It's like, and especially I think in our community, I can only speak for us. We have a big distrust. I'm going to say in non-white communities, mm -hmm. we have a big distrust with telling white people how we feel at work because we, we're scared they're going to go, oh, it's okay, Taylor. Well, you know, we heard your concerns. Oh, no, Taylor's complaining. She can't handle the workload. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people don't voice their, you know, complaints or their stressors and stuff like that. And again, like you said, some people don't want to feel like they're nagging and like, you know, like they're just complaining and then showing up as like somebody who can't solve problems or mm -hmm. whatever. And it's, it's, uh, it's sad that we all are forced to work for these folks. But did you hear, this is a horrible fucking segue for the first time in the U S census, white people will become a minority. So our kids will not have to deal with this shit. They will not, because guess what? They will not, those people that are in leadership positions now yeah. will hopefully be retired by then. Yeah, hopefully. Y'all been working for jobs and getting in retirement plans, so let them work in your favor. I think a lot of us, we're not working for jobs. I can only speak for myself. If I was to keep working at my job until I'm 50, I'm, I don't have a good retirement plan. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, and it's crazy. We have gone through... Uh, fucking the housing market crash and then a pandemic. Our generation has like been depleted of finances. Yeah, some trauma. And it's like they they're like, oh, you should be saving and putting all this and da 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 da. Which I agree, but it's like, right. have you lived through fucking all these goddamn life events that usually only happen every fifty years in the last twenty years? Hell, the last fifteen years. I don't know how they expect people to stay here and just. And and the fucking majority of us are fucking crack babies or their grandmothers took care of us. 80s babies. And you know, these new grandmas don't want to take care of these kids. Yeah, well, that and shit. My mama or daddy did not teach me how to save. How the fuck do you just magically expect people to know or to be fiscally Twitter, responsible? Twitter. 
I'm playing. Yeah. LLC Twitter, <laughs> tap in. It's your time. No, I think, um, but yeah, it's really sad uh, in, in, that people expect you to stay. But then at the same time, they know millennials and Gen Z are not fucking staying. So it's called the Great Resignation. They can't keep us at one organization. Hell, even one field anymore because a lot of people are going to tech where it's yeah. a, you know, a, 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 a young person friendly environment and they're hopping to these different companies because that's the game plan now. You go, you get like an offer of, I don't know, I'm just going to throw these low numbers out here so people don't say I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about say they offer you 50,000 to go to Facebook right and then you're like I've been here for six months to a year I'm gonna go to Amazon then they offer you 52,000 to do the same work if not less then you go to fucking Uber and they offer you 53 like it's just like people are job hopping because you can get more money and so there's no such I don't know you got to figure out a way to find something to do because you know we ain't gonna have social security I don't know how I don't know what we're gonna do, honestly. Um shit. I'm a Damn, now you got me thinking. Now you got me thinking like shit. Do I even want to live till I'm 65 at this point? Which is, I mean, I, I've <laughs> always had this slogan. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. At this point, Sheesh. I only got one kid. I'ma just try to instill in her the best that I can mm-hmm. that you don't have to depend on working for somebody. Uh-huh. You, yes, I do want you to go to college, but I also want you to learn a trade. I want you to learn shit go to magnet school like learn as much as you can learn because at the end of the day you want to have a skill that you can use just like something as simple as braiding hair mm-hmm. um doing lash like mm-hmm. little stuff like that can take you a long way right. if you have an entrepreneurial mindset and just stick with it but i know i just i do want y'all to and say I, I do have like 401k and a retirement saving. i don't want y'all to think i don't but what i'm saying is a lot of people probably don't and it's not our fault We've been through a lot of hell. And like you said, especially in the non-white communities or the not, if we come from parents who weren't educated, they didn't teach you how to save. They thought like, oh, I remember I spoke to this one lady one time. She was like, why would I save? She was like, the kids are just going to blow it anyways. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. If I had kids, I would leave something behind for them. But everybody doesn't think like that. It's a get it how you live environment for a lot of people. So, of course, she knew her kids. That's up to them, though, to do what you will. when, When these white people... Give their kids trust funds. They don't say you have to do this with your money. It's like, hey, do what the fuck you will. I gave you some a start in life. If you blow it, that's on you. But don't ever say you never had nothing. You know, it's like damned if you do and damned if you don't. Because I think it was Jackie Chan who said, I'm not giving my son shit. Like, I done did all I can do. And this nigga just going to blow it anyway. So he took all his money. Now, if you got one he of them ended kids. up donating it. So that's what I'm saying. I think, I think it's really smart. I've seen a lot of people that take those trust funds and they're like, okay, you can't touch this shit until you're 35. Or like they put a certain <clears throat> age on it to where it's like, okay, hopefully you've matured enough. I'm not going to give it to you when you're 18. What are you going to do at 18 with all this money? That's what my dad had in Or his just will. a little bit at a time and a little bit and a little bit, you know. Yeah, he told us when we were young, he was like, okay, this is my will. This is all this money that y'all going to get from my life insurance, but you won't get it until this age. Because Now that I do have. <laughs> I have life insurance and it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of people really don't have that either. Let me tell y'all something. If any of y'all, if you've ever watched this or if I've ever encountered you, I know I've said this. I'm not contributing to your GoFundMe. I'm not either. I'm not buying a plate. I'm not buying a t-shirt. Uh-uh. Because y'all, I've seen you at the fucking club. I've seen you watch Netflix. You can get a $100,000 life insurance policy for $11, maybe $15 a month. I think. I'm- not you with an OnlyFans subscription, <laughs> but not a life insurance policy. <laughs> oh, I seen y'all. You know, Apple gonna come. You don't know the time of the day. 
But they go flip <laughs> their money, okay? Just, you know, you got time to be on Apple. Just go ahead and get you some time no, to be on oh, life insurance. Seriousness, though. Like, that really, that I think grinds my gears more than anything. When I see niggas flossing it. Yeah, nigga, get it how you live, Cole. And then you die and we all up there with niggas the Niggas trying to pry me. your mouth open and, and take out that grill <laughs> so they can go get some money for it for your fucking funeral. <laughs> shit. I'm sorry, that's fucked up. No, that's just real shit. <laughs> it is real, because I'm like... <laughs> Why? I always say this. Mom, big mama house sitting on bricks. And you riding down the hood on swingers. Oh my. But I get it now. I do get it. If you say fuck this job and then you just have absolutely no means, you ain't got no new shoes, you ain't been on no trips. I get it why you don't have life. I totally get it. But if you say fuck this job and you still got a new bag and you got a new grill and you ain't got no life insurance and you got a PPP. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna go ahead and close this out. You got, you got a whole tip. My whole tip is, um, get some life insurance. Yeah, no, nah, for real. No, um, that is a real tip. <laughs> my whole tip is like, in all seriousness, if it's if you got to be at work at eight thirty, it's nine o'clock. You might as well stop and get some breakfast. I did. You that already this late. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> fuck that job. That's my tip. Um. Fuck that job. <laughs> Stand ten toes down on what the fuck you said. Was this you on Twitter saying that white people smell like spit? Yes, it was. Is a pig's pussy pork. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And on that note, bye. bye.